Welcome to What Bubbles Up. Pop open your mind and a cold one and get creative with your hosts, Bill and Barry. What bubbles up? What's poppin' everybody and welcome to episode 5 of this season of What Bubbles Up? Woohoo! The show about ideas. Where do they come from and how do you know when they're truly great? Wow, uh, this is uh, this is one of our new formats. Uh, we're doing a quick one, Barry. Just a quick one. That's right. Live from the floor of uh, Adobe Summit where you are at, at in uh, Las Vegas, sunny Vegas. Yes, Vegas. Vegas, baby. Uh, Vegas. It actually... I, I, we, Sunny, raining yesterday, Phil, and uh, oh, a little bit chilly today. I'm super disappointed by I was I was expecting some glamorous sunny Vegas weather, but not to be. No, no. Can you tell me uh, where did they put you up? Uh, what what uh, amazing yes, uh, <laughs> this hotel are, are you staying at? Yes, I, I just want everyone to put aside their illusions to the glamorous pastor lifestyle we lead here, Phil. Uh, Everything fell apart for me on this trip, and I am I am actually luxuriously close, but I am ensconced within Treasure Island, just behind the sink pirate ship uh, oh that I manages to come back to surface once an hour. Yeah. Um, but across <laughs> from the Venetian, and uh, okay. which, which is where the conference center is, that's the home for Adobe Summit here, twenty twenty three. All right. They couldn't even spring for Circus Circus, I guess, <laughs> or the Golden oh, Nugget. That's too yeah. far. That's not, I feel like that's on the other side of the, the strip. Yeah. Uh, the Venetian yeah. is where most people stay when they come to Summit, um, but that was completely sold out, and uh, uh, it was a bit of a scramble. I was a little bit of a late entry to uh, uh, this year's festivities here. I had a couple of client conversations. I came late, so okay. here I am um, with uh, with America. Or a treasure island phil <laughs> there you go the 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 people a man of the people well before we yeah. get into the particulars of adobe summit and everything uh, th- that is there to share for our audience the all-important question at hand of course barry is what are you drinking so um i've already had one glass of complimentary adobe summit chardonnay so uh that's what i'm drinking right now i'm trying to drink some water so i can get ready for dinner it's oh, probably going to be a very long evening uh, here at a summit um, uh, clients, which I'm looking forward to. But then afterwards, Phil, uh, it's like a reunion tour here. It is hilarious. Mm. It, like, oh, the, I'm the, sure the Merkel Densu booth is directly next to the Publicist booth, which is directly next to the Bounteous booth, which is directly next to the Right Point booth, directly oh, next to the Deloitte Digital and Venture booth, and yeah. It was just people basically just like bear hugging me that I haven't seen in four years. So it's yeah. been a lot of fun. It's just basically the the holiday party uh, from, you know, <laughs> 2013. But uh, yeah. so I've got myself, you know, so I, th- I think about Adobe. I think about creativity and using technology yeah. to uh, inspire creativity. And in some yeah. respects, you can say that the folks at Adobe are evil geniuses. And so those that's the uh, brewery from which this beer I'm going to be drinking tonight Ooh. is from. Yeah, it's uh, Evil Genius uh, Brewery. Uh, and uh, this is called Stacy's Mom Citra IPA. I think that's going to be fun. Uh, and I don't awesome. have any uh, meetings to go to this evening. So I'm just going to drink this right in front of you all at once. Yeah. But, uh, while I'm opening this, Ooh, that's going to be good. That'll be wonderful. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about 
Yeah, what's what's happening there? Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about this was a fun show. And so, I mean, here's what I have to report. I tried to take some notes. Um, so what I would say is this is really um, the first Adobe Summit that I think was um, really large and robust and fully attended here in probably the past, let's just say, four years. Wow. Um, so it's here in Vegas. It was large. It was crowded. It was really festive. Um and it was fantastic. Honestly, I think that was the energy I felt, Phil, with a lot of the folks here. People were just really psyched to kind of be out in this kind of experience transformation community, talking with partners, talking with clients. Yeah. Um, a huge, huge attendance, uh, both online mm-hmm. and in person. Great. Um, and so I took some notes. I went to a bunch of larger presentations. I can probably detail for our listeners some of that, and then I can kind of just anecdotally talk about some of the folks I bumped into, Phil, which I think would be fun for you and me. And we may just make everyone listen to that too. That'd be fun too. So where do you want to start? Uh, well, let's, let's, let's think about uh, trends in the space, what, what people are talking about, what you're seeing. Yeah. I am particularly interested in Adobe Sensei. Uh, if you have anything yeah. to report on that. Yeah. And of course, just Adobe's push into generative art in general. I did sign up for the Sensei uh, beta program, so let's see if that yep, comes through. Yep. Uh, but yeah, what do you what are you seeing? What are people really energized about and excited about when it comes to mar- marketing technology? When it comes to content management? When it comes to enterprise technology and and uh, and creativity? Yeah. Well, so Adobe Summit is really where I think Adobe tries to rally their partner community. So all of the professional services firms that to work with actual clients directly to help them install this technology to kind of think about their multi-cloud offerings to kind of help them think about how creativity connects with marketing connects with content connects with sort of workflow um and adobe it's kind of funny to sort of see adobe now and phil you and i have been with them for this entire ride right they're really sort of the company that invented desktop publishing at least that's yeah. what they claim um back in the day but it's kind of true and yeah. uh, they've now emerged to this massive, um, really sort of almost like old school core business platform um, that people use these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they use Adobe Summit. This is their marquee event of the year uh, to really to kind of like announce and launch um, new additions to their product set. Mm-hmm. And in particular, as you would imagine, they really spent a lot of time in the opening keynote talking about um, AI. So yep. you touched on one of them. Really, the, the way kind of Adobe talks about stuff is they talk about Sensei, mm-hmm. and they talk about um, Firefly. Firefly was yes. the new one for me. And so for people who are interested, if you can still get on, you can go to adobe.com forward slash Firefly. And I strongly recommend you sort of check out that data. That's very, very cool. Yep. Sensei is another sort of arrangement of a whole bunch of um, AI technologies. I think... Um, Firefly is wholly their own, Phil, which yep. I'm really excited about. And the whole thing that's happening here with Adobe that's happening with a lot of these technology companies is how do we integrate um, this AI capability into the core tools? So if you think about what Microsoft is doing, trying to inter- integrate a lot of the generative AI technology literally into their core products, like Microsoft Word, for goodness sakes. Yeah, Copilot. Um, that's what Adobe is trying to do here with a lot of their products as well. Yeah, yeah, I uh, it was. I think it was specifically Firefly. Uh, that's that's part of that larger sort of uh, AI push 
whereby, I mean, you and I have worked on a ton of Adobe uh, CMS projects that took months and months to craft and populate with content and get yeah. images of different form factors and, and aspect ratios. And now you don't have to really worry about that uh, so, so much anymore. In fact, you can build these things in weeks and it used to take yeah. us literally months. Yeah. Uh, and that you pass that savings on to your clients, which is yeah. uh, really great. Yeah. So, and obviously this followed on, I think it was last week that really was kind of the launch of GPT-4. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's interesting. I sort of feel like that launch stole probably some of the thunder here. But yeah. the way to think about uh, this is like Sensei tends to be a lot of the conversational stuff. Firefly tends to be a little bit more of the image stuff. So it's a little yep. bit for those of you following along. And and the big the big story around Firefly that they talked a lot about that I'm really going to have to dig into, honestly, mm -hmm. is they talked a lot about how it is commercial ready, Phil. So I don't know mm. if you have some thoughts about this. But they talk about like they have really spent a lot of time looking at copyright, thinking about some of the yeah. biases that can be a part of G AI around inclusion, um, mm -hmm. thinking through the ethics of this. Um, they also offer people uh, who are content creators the ability to tag your content yeah. um, so it cannot be training content. So for those of you who know, like basically a lot of what these large models do is they sort of like look at lots, lots of art to kind of train the algorithm. Um, so you can tag your original art so it's not included in that, which is something that I know a lot of creators are interested in. Yeah. Um, and it also tags all art that is created by Firefly as AI generated, which is a big issue. Oh. I think it kind of remains to be exactly how much clients are going to feel confident that this is actually commercial ready and commercial. That's something mm -hmm. that we certainly talk a lot about around the ethics of this and are yeah. we comfortable basically using some of this AI generated artwork for commercial purposes? If all of a sudden it's going to come out that, you know, this was actually inspired by or sort of like stolen into some yeah. degree from actual original creators. There's a lot of nervousness, at least in the places that I work, Phil, I don't know. Yeah. What are you feeling about Firefly or Sensei in general? Yeah, it's a good question. I think a lot of the a lot of the artwork that's generated by these generative tools are really not mm -hmm. on brand for most of the clients that we work for and with. It's a little more abstract, a little more out there, uh, very textured, very layered, uh, uses colors mm. that are, you know, uh, not typical for let's say a B two B, you know, microchip. Uh, manufacturing company, right? Um, where I think it becomes really easy is in the workflow efficiency and the ability to, say, upload hundreds of images to a digital asset management system, have them auto-cropped and auto-scaled uh, and, and, yeah. and single-source them. Uh, and, you know, let's leave the generative art piece to the creators, the social media influencers and things like that. But I think the, you know, the using prompts to do things that would take us months to do, uh, uh, you know, that, that could be accomplished in weeks. I think there's a huge opportunity there. And, uh, and, and I think, I think that's certainly fit for, for the corporate market, but some of the stuff that they're playing with now, it's still pretty experimental. It's not meant for the corporate market, yeah. I don't think, but yeah. it's, it's a starting point, just like a lot of these things are. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's fascinating. I mean, there's obviously a lot of art and there's a lot of use cases for art that that's actually more in the in-between phases, Phil, where I think that that's like, I'm, I'm just using it already right now, like storyboarding yep. or trying to like sort of gesturally sort of demonstrate ideas and concepts. It's really awesome for oh, that. Oh yeah, for sure. So why don't I, why don't I talk a little bit about some like main speakers that, that, that kind of happened here? That might be kind of cool. So, I mean, like Shantanu Narayan who is the chairman and CEO of Adobe. And he's really the person who kind of got the crowd fired up and excited about um, some of these new things, particularly around generative AI. Um, he turned over some of the presentation to Anil, I'm going to mess up his last name, Anil Chakravarti, I think it is, okay. who uh, really owns, he's sort of the president of digital experience for Adobe. So a lot of what they talked about were some of the, some of the new products kind of like within the Adobe suite itself here. Okay. I, can, I can outline a couple of them here. They're, yeah, go ahead. There are things around like analytics. There are things around data, visualization. There's, mm -hmm. some, there's some of these things. Um, but one of the things that they really talked a lot about is that, you know, product and marketing have really never been more overlapping and yeah. that and that the delivery of services through products now and you know how customers actually experience those services this is what you and I've been saying for a long time it's just yeah. really that's the way that people sort of interpret what a brand is yeah. right do you know yep. what i'm saying like oh, uber sure. didn't build their brand through like a whole bunch of advertising they they built their brand through that cab arrived immediately and a really intuitive easy to use mobile application and so yeah. um you know adobe is a platform that allows you to build a lot of products and allows you to deliver services in a really sophisticated way allows you to kind of have these experiences that are personalized in a really sophisticated way and I do think it's really interesting to kind of talk because a lot of this stuff that's to be about marketing really is lots of conversations around great delivery of service through products. Yeah, for sure. Oh, what what was the quote? The brand, the brand is the experience, and the experience is the brand. That's it, exactly right. Clement yeah. Mock said that twenty two years ago, twenty three years ago, <clears throat> whatever it was. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's gotten more and more true as the years tick by. Yeah. So they talked about a bunch of stuff like that. The the other thing is they had a number of kind of guest speakers come up. Um, and I I I went to you know a number of these presentations. There's a lot more that I wasn't able to go to. They had Dave Ricks talk, who is the CEO of Eli Lilly. He's also a board member um, at Pfizer. Just a really really interesting guy, sort of talking about healthcare and particularly the business here that's supported by Adobe for Eli Lilly. A lot of their business is about you know when create a new drug they have a very limited window of time where they kind of own the rights to that drug before it becomes more public domain it's about like 12 or 15 years i think oh wow and hmm. so the the faster they can kind of speed up the adoption of a drug the more that they're able to kind of like really um feel the you know the the business benefits yes of that drug for their business and so they look adobe and they look at a lot of the ways ways that, that Adobe products work are essentially around content velocity and around marketing velocity and trying to like speed up what for his business, you know, pharmaceuticals with regulatory stuff tends to be a slow business. And he's really excited about how fast things uh, can move. Wow. Um, and and uh, it's also really interesting. I think he was a, a pretty interesting guest speaker because if you think about an, a business that has adopted AI in really powerful ways, you know, healthcare is is one of them, right? So mm -hmm. pattern recognition that machine learning and AI is using 
to analyze scans, to analyze x-rays and things like that, Phil, you know, it's really powerful. It's these predictive models to kind of recognize yeah. you know, cancer or other sort of like healthcare issues is really powerful. So That's I think they, ironically, as regulated as they are, that industry in some ways is more willing to sort of really understand and want to experiment with the advantages of AI and some of the business. I got to be honest, I <clears throat> didn't see the connection there. And, and now it's almost a no brainer, you know, to uh, um, uh, unlock sort of the, the predictive modeling of, of image recognition for uh, disease uh, and, and you know, sort of infectious disease detection early on. And as they say, the earlier you find it, the more likely it is that you can treat it and be cured of it. So very cool. Well, that's that's uh, that's definitely AI for good. So, Barry, what what are some of the more entertaining uh, presentations that were there at Adobe Summit the, the last yeah. couple of days? Yeah, it was fun. They always try to, I think, bring some people from, you know, just to sort of inspire. And so, listen, lifetime Buffalo Bills fan. And so this morning, uh -huh. Phil, they had Damar Hamlin. Oh, really? Um, actually, at Adobe Summit, no kidding. And Peyton what? Manning, frankly, but DeMar Jesus. Hanlon, ironically. Jesus. So for those of you um, who maybe are somewhat familiar with that name, kind of can't place it. So he is a safety on the Buffalo Bills who had a really mm -hmm. a bizarre sort of like incident on field where he was hit and his heart stopped. And so they were able to resuscitate his heart on the field. And uh, it really, it really shook the entire league. Um, and yeah. uh, he had a pretty remarkable recovery and he's doing great right now. In fact, he's even talking about uh, rebuilding his career, but he was here and he was really sort of talking today about live day to its fullest. It was, that was mm. pretty awesome. That's amazing. Gosh. Yeah, it is super amazing. And they also had, I mean, like some other things that I was really interested in, they had AJ Kapoor, who's really talking about performance marketing. He's one of the folks that um, we chance to work with a bit here at General mm -hmm. Motors. Yeah. Um, uh, they had a number of uh, um, leaders from really, I think, sort of like across the spectrum commerce stuff that I went to really, I think, be is a big player obviously in the commerce space, something that I'm particularly interested in. Yeah. Um, but the star of the show, Phil, really was Honest to God, it is like a family reunion here for a bunch of people that we've worked with in the experience and business transformation space. And so, oh, I bet, I bet. Um, yeah, <laughs> the number of people that uh, like I would be in the middle of one conversation, all of a sudden I'm getting a bear hug from some stranger behind me. It was one of those kinds of things, but it was really <laughs> wonderful. I love that to see people. It's such a it's such a great community of folks here. Um, uh, and a bunch of people are listening to the podcast, frankly, Phil. That's what was really sort of exciting. To, oh, good. A lot, of, a lot of feedback on the pod and uh, people who are excited to hear from you, from me, and hear from our guests uh, about things going on. And uh, it just was was a really great, uh, almost kind of like reunion for people that we uh, work with now. Yeah. Over many, many years. That's the, that's, that's the reason to go. I mean, sure, you want to hear about the products, but boy, the, the kindred spirits of our past lives and uh if you do see them out on the strip uh or at dinner or even yeah. if you're in friendly competition with them do give them my love uh vicariously yeah. it's yeah. uh it, those are all good people i'm i'm i've got a list of headshots in front of me of folks that i'm sure you're you're meeting and greeting after oh yeah years. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You may uh, follow, follow Instagram. Uh, you may see a lot of shots for them later here. We're going to try to get together after some dinners. 
Absolutely. Uh, Give yeah. them my best. And uh, I certainly will. But a, a great a great show. I think it was fun to be out, Phil. I guess just the people to people sort of like connection with clients, with partners, some of these little breakaway conversations you're able to have. Um yeah. and and the opportunities that I think we all see in this technology to be really, really creative and to really enable people like me to bring some of our ideas to life a lot faster and to make them more powerful for customers. You know, yeah. what bubbles up is a podcast about ideas and how to come up with these ideas. And so when you see these enabling technologies like that, you can't help but get, at least for me, really excited about um, what I think the next couple of years are going to bring for folks folks like us that like to, to make things that really change people's lives. Here, here. And I think it's also worth mentioning that these tools do not rob you of your creative freedom. In fact, they empower you to do all the things mm. that you've always said you wanted to do, but couldn't because you didn't have the time. You didn't have the, the person power, the hands, this perhaps even the skill, quite frankly. Yeah. And yep. uh, it's, it's high time that we just embrace these things. And, and, you know, it's not unlike the experience that Prince had, you know, our old friend Prince, uh, yes. uh, when he looked at pro tools and said, boy, yep. that's not, a, that's not a musician's tool. And then, uh, it was his old pals, uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who said, it's just a tool like anything else. Just think of it as a smaller board. Yeah. And um, that's when he started doing some, I would say, some of his most creative work, quite honestly. Yeah. No purple yeah. rain, but uh, it'll do. And yeah. uh, with that, I think it might be time to uh, uh, start to close it out. So, yeah, Barry, of all the things that you talked about and you saw... <laughs> Is there anything you feel like is that, that really stands out as steel worthy for uh, for your future use? Yeah. Well, I'm excited about the technologies. I'm excited um, to sort of talk to our clients about a bunch of things that Adobe does and a bunch of things we can make for them. But I guess, Phil, I actually would step back and the, the big sort of like moral lesson that I take away from Adobe Summit is that, you know, this business in this creative business is ultimately mm -hmm. really sort of a business of of friendship and companionship and partnership. And when I sort of bump into people that I've worked with, some of them 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and you can kind of pick up a conversation like it was yesterday, uh, it makes me really just excited and happy to be in the business that we're in. I don't yeah. know, Phil, like when you think about Adobe Summit and these kinds of like opportunities, like what, what lessons do you take away from this stuff? <laughs> Well, I was just joking with my wife, uh, said that we were going to be doing this. And she said, uh, are you going to have to wear a lanyard in your home office? Uh, and I said, uh, no, I don't have to wear a lanyard. But I do miss <laughs> I do miss the, the people. I do miss the camaraderie. Yeah. But the one thing that did stand out to me, I think, more than anything else, uh, one, I you know, just the, the, the use of technology for, for good, I think, is something yeah. that we often yeah. shy away from or assume the worst of. So that's always a good thing. Uh, and then uh, the fact that marketing and technology and product and service are basically all parts of the same conversation. And any yep. company that is sort of split in the middle and says, oh, we don't do the brand work. Oh, we don't do the experience work. You are actually doing the exact same work. It's not that different if you're using technology to create ideas and bring them to life and and use it to to create engagement and loyalty and longevity. That's what yep. business is in the digital age. It's all yep. ideas. So uh, I'm I'm definitely going to be uh, sharing that with some folks for sure. 
yeah. uh, but uh, why don't we why don't we close it out, Barry? I think I think uh, that's probably the end of this quick one. Uh, I think we probably went past our our twenty minute mark. But uh, uh, you <laughs> yeah. want to give a a, a quick uh, sign off uh, before you hit dinner and a quick sign off. So thank you everybody. So spread this out. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying the, the season of the podcast. Uh, Phil and I have a number of that we're lining up here for a bunch of exciting episodes upcoming. Lots of fun stuff to come. Uh, If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe and please uh, share this podcast with your friends. Phil? Absolutely. If you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to do so by emailing us at whatbubblesup at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at whatbubblesup. Once again, thank you, Barry, for calling in from the streets of Las Vegas and uh, apologies to our listeners for the shitty Wi-Fi at Treasure Island. It's not Barry's fault. He's uh, staying at a crappy hotel. But other than that, it's the pirate ship fight side. It's messing with the Wi-Fi, Phil. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Sure. The flames uh, of the pirate ship are uh, uh, singeing the the router and the modem. But uh, other than that, we will see you on the next episode of What Bubbles Up. Cheers. What Bubbles Up. What bubbles up? My feels pumping off my